Tell me what you drink and we can go pour one Tell me what you think and we can have some more fun I know that you said you don't think of me but what you hey, welcome to a new episode of Stealing Home, your favorite show about family, love, work, relationship advice, baseball, mostly baseball. Mostly the latter. And I'm mostly adjusting baseball. my I was adjusting my mic too, so I hope you just heard that intro and it wasn't just like Yeah, okay, we'll see. Um <laughs> I'm Lisa, this is Anthony, and it is the week of November 12th. Yep. Uh, we're officially in the off-season, and what do we got to talk about this week? Well, baseball, but first, obviously, I think this... You've Not seen always this baseball, clearly. Yes, of course. Fly frame, guys. Floating picture cube. It is floating with magnetism right now. The only thing that I'm not upset to have on this desk, other than the Derek Jeter ball, is this amazing fly frame. I'm going to demonstrate here. Baseball card underneath you saw that i'll do it again for you guys if you can zoom in too. watch this baseball card underneath so there's nothing underneath this cube it is floating in the air go ahead and get one link in the description and uh, go to etsy and just look up personalized floating picture cube okay or very fly, specific fly frame LLC. fly frame go to their tiktok look up fly frame you'll find them awesome and, uh, awesome product shout out to them for the sponsors but yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let it let them it. know you, let them know that we sent them sent you their way <laughs> let them know something them about know, us look <laughs> just I talk communicate with each other this is the relationship advice part of the show let's get into baseball just buy one uh, <laughs> yeah so I guess the the off season's officially started here uh the Rangers countdown to like when your World Series doesn't matter anymore is officially on <laughs> right so like enjoy it now because the, the season's gonna be back before you know it um part of that I, I'm not sure if you saw any like tweets or anything about the the Rangers World Series parade which is always a great time. When no, when I haven't. I didn't actually. I know being in Tampa, we've had some World Series, or not, oh, definitely not that. Nope. But we've had some Stanley Cup parades, mm -hmm. and then we also had Tom Brady with the Lombardi throwing, like we do boat parades. We have Tampa. boat parades in Tampa, so it's so, a lot more fun. And I feel always, like it's it's a lot more, like, stuff, weird stuff happens on the boat parade. I don't know yeah. what it is about getting these weird athletes stuff happens on, on boats. boats in general. Yeah, it's like yeah. you put them on a boat, and then, because like. You get water involved. Was it point? <laughs> From the lightning who like climbed a light pole who was that <laughs> i think, I think, I think it was. i think it was him oh no that was yanni gord okay that yeah somebody gord. like climbed a light pole tom brady throwing a lombardi trophy in the like practically in the river yeah. like yeah we have we do it right so i can't imagine how it was you over can't at, hate on any like what championship parade honestly because you finally get to see these players achieve what they wanted to achieve and they finally get to let loose off because it's the off season uh, part of that too was Corey Seager. I don't know if you've seen this when uh, they do a speech, they do the parade and they do a speech in a park in front of all their fans. And it's kind of okay. like, a, it's like the inauguration, but like happier. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's not political. Fair. Right? And it's full of all the people who support him. So Corey Seager, actually I'll just rewind it. Alex Bregman on the Astros, right? So you remember the Rangers struggled at the end of the season, ended up losing the division. They yep. led it for the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. Alex Bregman ended like, a, or he was in the the clubhouse when the Astros won, and cameras all around, and he's doing a speech before they pop the champagne. Alex Bregman on the Astros, and he goes, "A lot of people, you know, wondered what it would look like when the Astros didn't win the division. I guess we'll never know." And then the Astros all start popping bottles. Well, Corey Seager at the speech goes, "A lot of people wonder what it would look like if the Rangers didn't win the World Series." He goes, I guess we'll never know, and then drop the mic. Okay. So it's kind of cool. You know what I mean? What? It's kind of like, you know, he's kind of like a little jab at the Astros. 
I think that that was pretty fun. It's fine. That doesn't Uh, do anything for you? I think that's hilarious. No, it doesn't really do much for me. I think with the Astros being, you know, the reason they said that was because so many people did not want them to win. I don't think anyone was rooting against the Rangers. Like, everyone was talking with the Rangers. No, but they said that as a jab. Like, we were always going to win the division. Like, the Rangers were never going to win the division. And they jabbed back like, oh, (laughs) Like, okay. Yeah, like like Castellanos fine. did. Yeah. <laughs> Castellanos. Okay. Do you remember this? I do. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Look ahead to April 5th when the Rangers open up with Houston at home. That's their home oh, opener. Oh, so. wow. That's going to be a big game. Let's see if there's any – because remember, they beefed in the series. They yeah. some bad blood. So oh, there's going to be beef. Hopefully it carries over to the Rangers. Yeah, let's I, have some good – That's definitely a rivalry we're going to be looking forward to for a couple of years here moving forward. Uh, Nate Lowe was an absolute party animal. There's always one player that stands <laughs> out from a parade. Yeah, and like I, ju- like I just said, it was Yanni Gord with the lightning here. And I'm going to remember the Tampa parades well, the most. Honestly, that one might be a wild card because the hockey ones are out of question. All those That's guys true. are crazy. But I'm but just Tom saying there's Brady always the one player that stands out because they just kind of go a little too far. And you're like, wow, okay. So what did Nate Lowe do? Is he? He's just running around shirtless, <laughs> smoking cigar. Not typical stuff, but it was just fun to see. It's There's like always a one. There's yeah. always one that yeah. like you're just like okay. That he's the guy in the clubhouse who's like that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, once they get loose, they get. Really, yeah, you're they like, get oh, that's, really it, that's him. <laughs> yeah, but with the off season now, uh, you would think when you think off season, a lot of players, free agents, players moving around. But really, this off season has been the managers. Oh, a lot of managerial changes. Uh, the biggest one, honestly, and the reason why I'm wearing this Cubs jersey, Craig Council, the manager for the Brewers. Uh, was I guess a free agent? It's weird to say that about a manager, but yeah, he was a free agent. He wasn't his contract ended with the with the Brewers. Okay, and he ends up going to the the in division rival, literally probably an out. I don't know how far it is from Milwaukee, Chicago. Oh, but he ends up going to the Cubs. Wow, signs five years, forty million dollars with the Cubs. David Ross, who was like a you know a, a kind of a sweetheart hold, holdover from the twenty sixteen Cubs when they won the World Series. Mm-hmm. He was their manager after Joe Madden. They kind of kicked him to the curb. Hired Craig Council, which I'm not well, sure. Well, Joe Madden was the manager when they won, right? Yeah. Okay, so then David Ross comes up after Joe leaves. Yeah, but he also they didn't. Like, they didn't really do much afterwards. So. Well, they didn't have the same team. Like it wasn't. Mm, so mm. I'm just saying, like I could see why if you really like Craig Council, you would kick out David Ross. Yeah, yeah, and that's and like if I'm a Cubs fan, I don't know how I would feel. Like yeah, we have Craig Council. He was with the Brewers, and I mean he did good. Like you see here, like nine years with them. He won the division three times. He made the postseason five times. I mean, he has a winning record as a manager. He's a, he's one of the better managers in the league right now. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind having Craig Council as my manager, especially with the Brewers because it's not like they have a wagon of a team every year. Right. They're just good, and he, he's a big reason I think they, for it's that. A, yeah, you know. How do you feel about, like, if you're a Cubs fan, I wonder how they feel with David Ross. Leave. I'm sure they don't care as long as they I win. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't th- as a fan, sometimes I think you do get attached to the coaching, but – Honestly, what you really care about is is whether or not you win at the end of the day. Well, the reason why it's probably a little tougher with David Ross is he's, like I said, he's a former player. So he was on the World Series team. He was a catcher. Oh, I see. Then he retired, became a coach. So he was kind of like the sweetheart Cubs guy, and now he's out. But, I mean, I've, I've mentioned Craig Council. I was probably figuring you didn't know who the heck Craig Council was before I even said his name. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, figured you guys would be asking who's Craig Council, and again, he's 707 and 625 through nine years. 
Okay. Which is a winning record, which yeah. is good for a manager. I mean, you got to think in nine years, you're going to have a, at least one of those teams is going to be god-awful. Right. Because the team's not supposed to be good for nine years in a row, unless you're the Rays. <laughs> I was like, let me compare them to, like, you know, who are some of the other good managers that we know of in this game? Okay. And let me see how he compares to, to you know, like the Dusty Bakers, the Bruce Bochies, the mm-hmm. Terry Franconas, a lot of these good managers. I mean, Dusty, in the playoffs – is 57 and 51. He's been to three World Series and he's only won one, right? But he's regarded as a good manager. Until he won the one with the Astros, he was always seen as like one of those managers that just couldn't win the World Series. Yeah. Uh, but he finally got one, so now he doesn't have to worry about that. Craig Council, seven and 12 in the playoffs, hasn't even made a World Series. So a lot of people were saying he's like, really good. I'm like, is Craig Council really that good? I guess we're going to see this year. Well, he's been with the Brewers for nine years. Like you said, the Brewers, it's not like they have a wagon every year. And also, I would assume that managing the Cubs, he's going to have a little bit more to play with when it comes to budget so, yep, and trading exactly right. and trading power. So if you're looking at a manager who already has like a consistent winning, um, you know, he's he looks like he, he's having postseason appearances consistently. He's winning the division. Um, he's got a winning record. Like, why not give him a try? And especially if maybe like, you know, you're you're feeling like for whatever reason, you're not getting what you want from David Ross. Give the guy a chance with a better, with a bigger club, and yeah. see what he can do. And this might be exactly what it takes for Council to really to elevate him himself and the Cubs. That's a fair point because you look at it too. I mean, now he's going to the Cubs, like you said, better pay, and that's probably played into the reason why he took this job too. He got oh, I don't even more. mean for him, no, but no, uh, he yeah, got paid more, larger salary for the team, right? Uh, just bigger. I mean, bigger down. name. And they're kind of more poised to to win now. Yeah, because uh, the Cubs had a pretty good year. The Brewers made the playoffs. The Cubs didn't. And it might be a, it might be a a decision the office is making to say, you know what, we're poised, but we feel like we need someone who's going to be able to take us across this finish line. Sucks for David Ross. Sucks for David Ross. They didn't think that was him, I guess. I don't. Clearly not, because yeah. they hired counsel. But I think for him, it's a great opportunity to come in here. I think this, you know, could be really good news for Wrigley. Let's see what happens. And yeah. um, I'm that. Makes total sense to me. I think I would do a lot, and it sounds like he can do a lot here in, in Chicago. If you're a Brewers fan, you're kind of upset because you let – I mean, I, I think the word on the street was if the Brewers offered him enough money, they would have stayed. stayed well, he, that's – I mean – Because, I mean, he played for Milwaukee too back in his playing days. Yeah. But now if you're Milwaukee, like, shoot, we've given up so many, like, of our good players. Now yeah. we give up our manager who we've had for almost a decade who's done well with us. You're kind of like, where, where are we going? Yeah. And the Cubs, you got to be excited because finally we get this guy who has a pretty good – I mean, he's from our – like a, a rival. And now we have him. He's a successful manager, and we have a team that's poised to make the playoffs. Yeah. And a couple free agents out there, which we'll talk about. The Cubs are rumored to be in on that free agent hunt for a lot of players. Okay. Um, so I, you know there's they already one, made, they made I was one say, splash. You know, there's one player that I'm particularly interested, but we can get to well, that later. son. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I think it makes sense. Let's see what happens. Uh, I, you know, and I think, you know, unfortunately, this is kind of what happens when you're one of those mid-tier to low-tier teams. Like, I feel like this is until you really have that big break of like a scrappy team that like pulls out uh, like some something you weren't expecting. This is kind of what happens. It's I feel like it's worse to be a Yankee right now where 
you've got this big budget, you've got the name power, you've got all of this stuff that should be working for you, and you're getting rid of players that you should be keeping, and you're moving shit around. That's just because they're bad at their job. But what I'm <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, if you're a brewer and it's just you're a mid tier in my eyes kind of brand kind of team. Yeah, they would consider themselves smaller. Market, yeah, they're not but... as big. They're a smaller market, so like you know, it that's just you got to be scrappy when you're at the bottom because you can't play in the same ways that these big dogs are going to play. So good luck for the Brewers. Good luck to Council. Sounds like we should be watching for the Cubs next no, year. No, yeah, I'm excited to see yeah. what the Cubs and Brewers – like, are the Brewers fans going to boo them? Who knows? Nah, but I don't think – I don't. how can you blame them? That was just one – and he's – yeah, well, that was just one managerial change. You also have uh, Bob Melvin going from, I think, the Athletics to the Giants. Okay. So he's going to be up there across bad, so, the bay yeah. so that's honestly the best deal for one manager you don't even have to move your house you know, <laughs> just go to the other side of the exactly bay. uh but he's gonna hire the giant uh manage the giants and the giants kick gabe kapler to the to the grow to the curb to the all curb. right uh steven vote another uh former player he's gonna be managing the guard always wonder how you say that out loud vote Vogta. i yeah in my head i go Vogta. like Vogta. i've seen this name a lot and i'm like oh it's Vogta. yeah he replaces tito uh, okay terry francona and, and it, did he retire? He steps down. He said he doesn't want to use the word retire. So okay. I guess he's open, leaving the door open for another team, kind of like what Bruce Bochy did. He managed, Bochy been... was with the Giants, stayed out of the game for maybe two or three years. And oh, okay. And won the World back. Series with yeah, the Rangers. Yeah, got it. So okay. maybe Tito's leaving the door open for that. Like, hey, I'll take a break. I'm not retired. Or shit, you know what? If you want to hire me as a consultant, go ahead. Yeah. Give me millions to, to not have to manage this whole team. The one I'm most excited about recently with the manager hires is Ron Washington with the with the going from he was a assistant coach and third base coach and infield coach for the Braves. Now he's managing the Angels now. Which the what Angels makes you excited coach. about that? I love Ron Washington. He's awesome. Okay. He's a great coach. He he used to he managed the Rangers when they were close to winning those World Series. Mm -hmm. And then he got booted from the Rangers job. And he's been doing like assistant coaching jobs ever like since then. So he's a baseball lifer too. Like he's always, he's played ball. He actually played with Lenny. Okay. He was a shortstop. Family on, friend. Yeah, he friend was of a the sh show. shortstop on the Twins with okay. Lenny. And or he was a second baseman shortstop. And he played the game, managed the game. Went to the, he was one out away from winning the World Series. So I think he he's a good. He seems like a cool coach. And I've watched a lot of his YouTube videos about how he coaches with the infielders. He's actually a coach. Like he molds the players and they they become better from his coaching. Okay. So it's going to be cool to see him manage the Angels and hope that kind of rub off on the Angels and maybe they make the playoffs and actually win a game. Yeah, I was going to say the Angels is one of those teams that we talk about because they've got all these studs and like they just I mean they weren't even in the postseason this year. So um, yeah, maybe that spells some good stuff for them. So that's the managers that are moving around now. And the man, seeing managers move around is fun because that's like the, the head of the clubhouse. That's the general right there. But really what all the fans get excited for are the players, right? And there are some big-name players out on the free agent market, and no one else bigger than the Japanese Babe Ruth himself, Shohei Otani. And, <laughs> I mean, he's gonna he's not going to be able to pitch next year because he's getting Tommy right. John. right. But you're going to lock that man up, and he's going to pitch eventually down the line. And you you're, think? You're going to get the greatest is... baseball player perhaps definitely on the planet right now. But maybe greatest baseball player in history. What? Like, at what point does he stop pitching? When his arm falls off. Okay. Uh, do you think he's <laughs> going to be a dual player forever? Uh, I feel like people no. have talked about that. I feel like for at some now, point he's got to stop. Well, he could. He could always switch from. He can always be a dual player, but like like a a, a two way. Uh, but instead of starting, maybe move him to the bullpen. People have talked okay. about that, like later in his career when he when the innings yeah. rack up. Right. 
he's always going to be able to swing it, but maybe move him to the bullpen and use him as a closer, like you saw in the in the World Baseball Classic mm-hmm. when okay. he closed it out for Japan. So what's up with Otani? Nothing. I say let's just go over some of the top free agents here okay. and let's see, you know, give our predictions on where we think they're going to land. I have a, an article pulled up from MLB Network. So show you Otani. I have a MLB dot com article and let me see who it's written by too just so i don't like to steal this article without telling people who it's written by all right this guy manny our boy our boy manny at mlb.com and he's pretty much going through the top free agents and saying he's given his prediction on where they go i say let's do the same thing give our predictions on where we think these top guys are going to land okay so obviously the biggest one is otani this is going to be probably the free agent signing of the century. It's gonna be big. I'm gonna know. be excited to see you. You're gonna either be excited or disappointed that he didn't go to your clubhouse. It was a really big reason, or like a really big deal, when the Angels didn't trade him. Okay. Because the owner of the Angels was like, "I don't want to be known as a guy that traded the best baseball player ever," <laughs> which is very fair. And then, yeah. but some people were like, "You could have gotten such a good haul for him." Uh, and then obviously he ends up getting hurt and all that stuff, and they don't even make the playoffs, so it looks bad. But I don't blame the Angels for not trading him. Like that would suck. But uh, Manny, our boy Manny at MLB.com, he's got the Dodgers being the best suitor and most likely person to get him. I want to say the Giants are probably going to be the best team to to go at because they tried to go sign Carlos Correa. They tried to go sign Aaron Judge. The Giants did. And they were willing to throw money out there. The Dodgers are probably, like, up there number two for me. But I think the Giants are going to be the ones that – like, they lost already on the other two big names that they wanted to go get. I don't think they're (laughs) – there's, like, no way that they're going to lose – to, to, I guess with Otani, they they gotta land one of the big guys that they're throwing money at. Um, I mean, yeah. Although with the managerial movement, I, it always is interesting, right? Because you get new guys and they've got new budgets. We just talked about uh, Council over at the Cubs, um, which is also another team that's rumored to get yeah. Otani. I was just gonna say, I don't. I think that I don't see him staying like on the West Coast. No, I think that he's probably gonna move. I don't see the Yankees getting him because obviously they can't make a good decision to save their lives, but they probably also can't really. I mean, I don't want to say they can't afford him because they probably can afford him. They're <laughs> one of the few teams that probably could, but I don't know. I just don't see him going to the Yankees. Um, I saw something that said not an East Coast team. I don't, I'm thinking he's going to be in the Midwest. Now, is that going to be in the Cubs? Texas? Is that going to be in Chicago? I think those are probably – I think if you're Otani, it makes sense to go to a team that is either poised to win yeah. or that has already won and you're and you're entering into like kind of an established clubhouse where you're, you're going to be guaranteed to get some postseason action. Because if I'm him and I'm one of the best baseball players in the world, I'm not happy that I haven't – I haven't gotten some postseason time. So uh, I he, think you got to look at some clubs where that's going to happen. So who knows if, like I said, look at the four teams. You got the Diamondbacks, Phillies, Rangers, Houston of like this year, any of them, maybe not, but definitely a team that's poised to go into postseason next year. And those, I think, are the only ones you should be looking so, at. So, well, yeah, that's the problem with my Giants pick, too. I was going to say, like, Shohei definitely wants to win. He was on the Angels. He doesn't want another yeah. Angels situation where he's just not in the playoffs. I don't think he'll stay at the Angels. I think he, it's going to be time for him to move. Angels, yeah. But these are some of the other teams receiving votes, but that's my problem with my Giants pick. Like, yeah, they might throw him the most money or try to, but he might not want to oh, go. Oh, I see the Rangers up there. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Rangers are a good bet. He might not want to go to San a team Francisco that, ju- well, that just get is getting oh. a new manager. San Fran? 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's gonna you end thought up. Thought the Gi- Giants were like New York or something. No, I'm just saying team. I wasn't even thinking about. I don't think he's gonna end up at the Giants. Oh well, that's what I. I just already said I don't my, think he's gonna yeah. be at the West Coast. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe Rangers. I've seen something about Cubs too trying to pay him. Like literally, it's Cubs could be a, It's every single team under the sun. I think Cubs <laughs> Cubs could be sneaky because you're not you're not really thinking about them just yet. But like I said, they just got a new manager, they and also that have, tells me that they're trying to that they're getting ready to shake things up because they're gonna want to bring in new guys and they're gonna want to win you don't bring in a new manager just for shits and gets they also have the other uh japanese stud saiza suzuki playing out for oh, them okay so there's some and same thing with the mets they got kodai senga uh who's a pitcher for the mets so i mean I, maybe that weighs in a decision i just don't see him on the east coast i don't know why i don't see him either i mean he yankees but i think when he first came to the states he said he didn't want to sign in new york i would lo- look he becomes a Yankee I'm buying a jersey like I'm a Yankee fan again but I just don't I don't see it happening I I see another team for him and I like I said I'm liking the Cubs or the Rangers maybe uh as like good established teams he knows he's going to be in the postseason he's got a chance to win a ring like that's going to be it for him all right another big name here is Blake Snell a former Ray aka Snellzilla um coming off a great Cy Young year Mm -hmm. uh well not yet like potential Cy Young because the awards come out soon but uh, yeah, I mean, here saying Manny's got the Cardinals, a color, a uh, couple other teams, Dodgers, Giants, literally every team. Under I was going to say, this is when it gets like really funny to me. Too it's, early. Like, it's too early it's to too tell. Early. Like yeah. you've got every single team in existence practically up here. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, who am I supposed to, I could, I could pull it. I could pull a name right now out of a hat and it could be just as good as this list. Unfortunately, I could see the Sox. I think the Dodgers are going to try to land them. I'm not sure though, because Snow is like a really great pitcher, but he only gives you like five innings of perfection. I think you're gonna <laughs> see. I, I I see that the Red Sox and Yankees keep coming up on these lists, and I think you are gonna see. They're probably gonna be on every single player. Well, what I was gonna say is you're gonna see some movement from them for sure along these free agencies, big free agents, because you know they're not showing up in the postseason the way they need to be, and I think that really bothers them and the fans specifically. The thing is, all these teams though, like when you look at a team, whether it's a Yankees, the Rays, the Diamondbacks, the Orioles, they all have a timeline, like in the front office, with where their team's at, where they think they're going to be in the future, and mm-hmm. who, who they need to add, right? So sometimes it doesn't make sense for a team to add a big-name player yeah, because they don't sure. have the supporting cast around it. Sometimes they don't have a supporting cast, but they want to sign that big-name player so that they can build around him. Right. It just depends on what their team's direction is. So, like, the Dodgers right now, they need some starting pitching, I would say. Like, they have guys, but they're injured. The Mets – I mean, they would like some starting pitching too, but it's like the timeline, right? Like, are the Dodgers poised to win right now? Yeah, they got studs. The Mets, they got studs too, but a couple in free agency. Uh, the owner just traded away a bunch of people. Even though he spent money, it wasn't working out, so that's why he was trading. So it's like, where's Snell going to land so early? Throw a dart. It could be anywhere. Dodgers. It's too early for me to even on honestly Rockies. Sorry. I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay. It could be anywhere. Bellinger, Cody Bellinger, former MVP with the Dodgers, uh, kind of had a couple down years, a few down years with the Dodgers. He ends up going to the Chicago Cubs last year in free agency. Has another like a good year, like a bounce back year, kind of getting back to his former self. Uh, here, I think the biggest, the two main ones I've seen with Bellinger so far early, Yankees, because a left-handed bat and he can crank some home runs and. The right field porch in Yankee Stadium is so short. So maybe they go out and get him. Hope he's a stud and can help them in the, in the season and playoffs. And then also heard the Cubs just re-signing him, keeping him in Chicago. And I think that would – I mean, if he – I don't know what he wants. If he wants to 
go to playoffs, have just make the most money or be in a good fit. I mean, it seems like he was a good fit in Chicago. He had a good year. Does he want to go to New York? Some players don't want to go to the Big Apple because of the media and the pressure. I don't know. But I think he's just going to resign with I, – I think he's going to go to New York because the Cubs aren't going to resign. They're, they got The Cubs got their eyes on a bigger prize. Okay, could be. Maybe Otani. Otani, yeah, that would be that would make sense for the Cubs. That'd I think cool. it makes sense for him. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Great, I don't. The Yankees need something. So <laughs> literally, like, great. I don't yeah. know. Like, good luck. Yeah, and maybe I don't know what. Oh, let me read this, but I don't, maybe it's like sad to me too. Like, Aaron Judge is a good player, and he's stuck on the Yankees right now. Like, yeah, he's like kind of Mister New York at this moment. Like, I, I don't think they have anyone they else just who's stink. like. Yeah, that's the thing is they're just like bad. So okay, we get, and the thing with the Yankees too is they've got the kind of budget where they could snatch up whoever they they want, you know, kind if of. they want to play. If there. they want to, but it's not George Steinbrenner running the team anymore. It's how his son. That's true. So like they could have went and bought Carlos Correa last that's year. True. They didn't get him. They could have went and got. Yeah, know, they're, I mean, making, they got Cole, they're making they got really Garrett weird Cole. decisions. They got Garrett Cole when he was a starting pitcher free agent, and they spent a bunch of money on him. They got Giancarlo. This guy's contract, Giancarlo Stanton, is kind of crippling the Yankees a little bit. Really? Because he doesn't say he doesn't stay healthy. He's a good hitter in the playoffs, but like this, he can't run. He's just very, ah, uh, he's just out of it, man. Nothing's and, ever going to be worse than that one run during the Astros game. I think it was. When that man slowly made his way to home base, and I was like, "He ain't gonna make it." <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No, man. Oh, I have to. Pull, I'm gonna pull. I'll pull that up at later for you. But he's just like, like, like trying so Gosh, hard, and who? I'm like, bro, this is why people say it. Who are they playing? The Astros? Who are they playing? I thought it was the Astros. No, Astros and who? Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I'm pretty sure he was on the Astros, but maybe I could be wrong. It could have been anyone. But I, I, I feel like it I was know before you're they played about. the. It was before. Or maybe the twins. Yeah, I think it was when they played the Twins. Yeah, it was, uh, or no. No, no. Was it when they played the Twins? I don't know. No, but you know what there I'm talking about. There was a play about. at the plate and something yeah, happened. Yeah, but he was like, oh, man. And it's funny because you could tell that he changed gears. Like, he's the kind of runner where you can see, like, like it's almost like the cars. <laughs> like, he's, yeah. like, trying to. He unhitched the trailer. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's other free agents, but there's literally so many. If we were to go, maybe we can go through them one day. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard right now, right, because of the fact that um, it is so early. So we're, we're kind of making, like, really – I think Shohei is probably the, the easiest to talk most about. Fun. And the most fun. And the most Shohei fun. Um, but honestly, at this point in, in off season, it could go at any which way. There's also this uh, stud Japanese pitcher coming from Japan League who – Say that name. Yoshinobu Yo, – Yoshin – Yoshi Yamamoto. Yoshi Yamamoto. Yoshi Yamamoto. I'm just going to cut it at Yoshi. Yamamoto. Yeah, you can see it. Okay. Yoshi cool. Yamamoto. Yeah. Uh, he's a stud. Uh, he, I think he had like a 1 2 1 ERA, which is, which is unreal to be sub 2 as a starting pitcher. Uh, but he throws like 100 miles. He's not in the league yet. He's coming over. He's going to be coming over this year. So he's a free agent. Okay. So Mets, I've heard, are huge on that guy because they already have Kodai Senga. Uh, the Yankees, I've heard a big like well, obviously Coast. the main it's, like it's it's all the legacy teams you're gonna hear. This early is the teams that have money that yep. you're gonna hear: Boston, yeah. New York, you know, San Francisco, Dodgers. Right, like, right, they're, right. They're, yeah, of course, yeah, naturally. But we'll see. St. Louis, a little wild card in that mm. one. Um, but we're these. This show is gonna be coming out on Tuesday, so it's Tuesday right now. If you're listening, unless you're not listening on Tuesday, which could be the any other six days of the week, but. I think November 13, 14, 15, 16 is going to be some uh, awards given out for like MVP, Cy Young, Rookie okay. of the Year. 
these are the awards, and I I put together some of the uh, like you know, I guess top finalists okay. for the awards, and I figured let's go through and make our picks for what what the awards are. Okay, so uh, read them to me. I'll give mine, and then you want to give yours. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, start with the National League MVP. I think this is the more fun stuff to pick and i've talked about this earlier in the yeah. season with my whole family because i was just yapping in the family group chat about it and no one really cared that much but uh you got two guys ronald acuna with the braves mm -hmm. mookie Betts with the dodgers and everyone loves mookie uh, we do yeah mookie's a dog we stand mookie acuna went 337 41 bombs 106 rbis and 73 stolen bases uh, while Mookie hit 346, better average, less home runs with 39, 107 RBIs, and he only stole 14 bags, though. So who are you picking Acuna. out of those two guys? Okay, cool. Because it changed because before Well, season, but we hadn't we, – he's had more games now, right, Acuna? What do you mean? Didn't he play – he played more games than Mookie. Yeah, seven. Right. Yeah. So, yes, I think those stats have changed just a little bit. Uh, they've been around the same. Yeah. You, I know the reason you love Mookie was because he played multiple positions. Well, the reason you love Mookie is because he's Mookie. And I didn't know. When you, to be fair, Freddie, when watching, when he gave me the stats before, he did not tell me who the players were. That so I true. was just going off based off that stats. True. And that's why I, I bet even, and you were pissed because I was still picking Mookie. Yeah. I was like, how did I, my big thing, I like Acuna. But that's why I know that these stats changed because I would have picked Acuna over Mookie had these been what I was looking at. I'm pretty sure they, they're pretty the same. But because he had like 70 bags when I, when I sent you that. But so, like, that's the reason why I'm picking Acuna. I mean, he has pretty, they pretty much the same stats. Yeah. Like, similar average. Mookie's got him on the average, uh, Acuna's got him on the bombs. Uh, RBIs are pretty much identical, but you Rose stole 70 bags. Like Mookie didn't crack 20. I got to give it to, to yeah. Acuna. But Mookie's value also is his ability to play multiple defensive positions. Right. Play second, short, outfield, and he's an athlete with all of them. Yeah. But I, I'm going to go Acuna. This, this is a year, closer race than what you would think. This year, yeah, this year I'll go Acuna for sure. Uh, the American League MVP, obviously Otani seems like he's going to be in the, in the race every single year just from the fact that he can do two positions at a high value so he pitches and he hits and he hit 304 44 bombs um he also had a complete game shutty as a pitcher uh through 132 innings before his arm got tj uh, and he's going against the world series mvp Corey seager who hit 327 he was also battling injury early in the year uh hit 33 bombs through only 119 games but he had 96 rbis which is crazy he would have if he played a full year he probably would have cracked like 120 rbis around there so who's your pick for Yeah, for so this is interesting because, like, obviously we all know I am a big Otani fan, but... Almost bigger than Justin Verlander. <laughs> it's hard, but maybe. Um, but here's the thing, like, to me, and I, under I understand that there's a difference between, you know, World Series MVP and, uh, like, League MVP. However, it's hard for me to pick someone who, like, didn't at least get to the postseason. Really? <laughs> yeah, it just is. And I know that might not be, like... You know, that might not be the point of this or like true, but I mean, I, no, that's a, that's Corey a good... Seager plays at this point on a, on a, you know, if we stop and we look just at the last month of baseball, we've been talking about Corey Seager this entire time and how he's rocked the postseason and he did a really good job. And now he's a World Series MVP. It's hard for me to sit there and say, <laughs> oh, it should be Otani over him. No, but take the, take the playoffs out of it though. Just regular season. And I know, but that's the thing. That's my point is like, it's hard for me to take that out. And I and the thing is too, this is not Otani's last year. What do I give it to him now just because he can play two positions? 
and he's like a you know and he's a pitcher so a or do things. i give it you know so you're going with seager i gotta go with seager okay. yeah i was gonna say a couple things that you hit on that i think is a pretty good conversation to bring up anytime you talk about mvp votes and who should win the mvp one uh like does otani should otani win it just because he plays two positions i've always said no no like just because like sometimes he pitched that he throws 100 miles an hour it's really fun to watch and it's like unreal that someone can do that mm -hmm. but well dude, he's like, gonna do it next you know like not next year. Right. But following But you need what I'm saying. But, but what I'm saying though is, is you I know, paused because I was like, wait. If you if you put up average numbers as a starting pitcher, but you hit he's a great hitter, but you put up average numbers as a starting pitcher, you shouldn't win MVP every single year. Right. But I mean some like years where he's throwing up high value and pitching at an average, like that's a bonus. Like I can see I understand it because he does two positions and he, like when you talk about most valuable player, is it you know, oh, is it like the best stats? Is it or or do they have to make the playoffs? Because you mentioned like it's hard for me to pick a player who didn't make the postseason. Yeah. So well, this is where well, I think yeah. When you talk about picking an MVP, you gotta. It's like, damn, do I pick the best player in the league or do I pick the player that meant the most to his team? Like you know, like where which player if you took him off the team loses like the value you know like most well, i valuable. think it's more like actually i think it should be more like this look this is al mvp what player if you took them out of this league would be a noticeable difference and frankly as much as i love to if talk you put about it that Otani, way it's otani to me i think it's still seager because of and and this goes back to my argument for how it's hard when you have postseason you have someone who didn't play postseason um yeah, because I mean, how do you how do you have how do you talk about this year for the league without talking about Seager? You really can't. Yes, you still mention Otani, and yes, he's a huge figure, but it's not his story. Seager is a more pivotal character in the story. I think you're doing a lot of people and what a lot of voters are probably going to do. And they got yeah, a little bit of that postseason bias. It's postseason bias, <laughs> but the thing is, Otani's, you have this uh, after the postseason. Otani, yeah, but yeah, you're not going to yeah. do that before the postseason. <laughs> And have it overshadow like well, a series and all. But that's true. But all I'm saying is, you should have the vote before the postseason if the postseason shouldn't matter. Yeah. Well, Otani's my lie. pick because he played way more games than Corey Seager. Corey Seager missed a quarter of the season, but he put up great numbers anyway, like 96 RBIs with a quarter of the season left to play. Uh, but Otani's my pick, even though I'm not one of those guys who's like Otani should win every year because he does both. And I think that's the dangerous part too. Is like, look, Otani's going to be. I mean. We don't always know, but I feel comfortable saying Otani will be here again and we'll be having another conversation. I don't like about doing him. that though, because you should. That's like the LeBron thing. Like, I know. LeBron only has like a couple MVPs because, like, I was like, oh, he's going to do it next year. And like, he never wins it. Like, if he's the best that year, you should, you should vote that guy. I think Otani was the most valuable. And because the stuff he was doing in the, before he got hurt was insane, he's definitely MVP this year. It's okay. been a, like the Judge year when Judge hit 60, 60 or 62 bombs mm -hmm. in a year. And Otani was having a great year, too. I was like, Judge should be MVP. He hit 62 bombs. He broke a record that had stood for, like, 60-something yeah, years. Yeah, if, if you break a record, I think that, yes, you should probably win MVP. Yeah, and people were like, no, Otani should win. He does two positions. I'm like, no, Judge broke the John. Who won? Moving on. Judge. Judge yeah. So uh, let's move on to National League Cy Young, Zach Gallen and Blake Snell. Uh, you see the stats there. I'm not sure who you would pick there. I mean, you got Snell, who has a great ERA, but a lot less innings pitched. Uh, a lot more strikeouts, though. And you got Gallon, who, um, if you want to talk about who was more valuable to their team, Gallon went to the playoffs and Snow didn't, if that's how you weigh your, your MVP. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't weigh eight. my MVP like that. 
Gallon absolutely ate in the postseason, um, or at least in that one game. <laughs> it's regular season awards, though. I understand that, but still. They got they got World Series and AL, NLCS MVPs for a reason. I am going with Gallon just based on, on record, on, like, stats. I think, yeah, he's got a higher run average, but generally, I mean, yeah, I think he's, like, uh, strikeouts are comparable, everything else he's leading. So, yeah, I give it to Gallon. I don't you even look at the record unless it's like something outrageous, like an outlier where the guy won like twenty something games or like thirty games, which okay. we'll probably never see again, the thirty yeah. game winner. But I'm gonna pick like Snell, dude. He has a, a two ERA. Gallon's ERA is almost touching four. Yeah. Uh and he's got thirty or twenty four more strikeouts with like thirty less innings. Uh but sure. the, the thing that holds Snell back in my head, but he, Snell's the, gonna be the Cy Young, but the thing that holds him back is he doesn't go deep in games. If he can go deep in games, this guy's a perennial Cy Young. Okay. Uh, American League Cy Young, you got Garrett Cole with New York, and you got Kevin Gosman with the Blue Jays, both in the AL East. Uh, you see the stats, Colts in the twos ERA. Yeah. Uh, way more innings pitched than, than Gosman. He had two complete game shutouts mm-hmm. on the year. Who's your pick? I mean, I mean I'm going Cole. Yeah. Yeah, stats-wise, it's him. He's a heavy favorite. Like, I don't want to – I think I just burped mid-sentence there. Too. You did. It's pretty impressive. Okay. But <laughs> – Impressive's not my. I should get an award for that. But no, I hate picking. I hate Eric Holmes to Kermit. He talks like Kermit. Oh, really? And Is he like uh, Mahomes? Yeah, a little NFL? bit. A little bit. And he's also. I just Garrett Cole's pride, baby. I hate Garrett. Cole. Oh, okay. Well, but, yeah, he's, he's gonna win though. So. He's a side Yeah. Uh, but I didn't say that. But I did. I heard you. National League Rookie of the Year. You got three dudes: Carroll, James Altman with the Dodgers. We saw Carroll in the mm-hmm. in the playoffs, and Kodai Senga, who was a pitcher with the Mets. Yeah, and again, postseason bias. I'm going with Carroll. Oh my lord! I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's not postseason bias. Like he is the better out of these. Like Kodai Sanga, maybe because his ERA is two nine eight. Uh, but I, I think Corbin Carroll because his team made playoffs. Like sometimes I think I do weigh that a little bit. When it's close, you gotta weigh the fact that your the team other goes. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. The other stuff. And Carroll, I mean, he was a rookie, almost hitting three hundred. He hit twenty five bombs. Like the bro is nasty. Yeah, he did defense. great. Again, and that's that's part of it too. Is like brand power, you know, like making it. Yeah, star making power, it, and we're talking about you. And when, when there's only like four games going on, now we're talking about you. There's more eyes. Lo- on yeah, exactly, yeah. more eyes, and that's what that's what a lot of times I know it's biased, but that's what's gonna push you. That's what's gonna push certain players over when it doesn't others. The American League, we got Gunnar Henderson with the Orioles. He hit 255, 28 bombs, eighty two RBIs, ten stolen bags. Uh, played 150 games for the for Baltimore. Then we got Tristan Cassis in Boston, uh, 253 average, similar average, similar home runs, a little bit less RBIs. Didn't steal. He stole one bag, so at least he got one on. He got a breadstick in that column. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Henderson on this one. If yeah. for nothing else, in the stolen bags, because those are fun to watch. I'll do the same thing. And he only got ten of those, but I mean Henderson I mean, raked. Yeah, yeah, he he raked. I think honestly, the the biggest Matt, like awards is gonna be the National League MVP between yeah. Cunha and Mookie and uh, the Cy Young in the NL. I think has Mookie won before? I think so. Okay, yeah, then Cunha for sure. I have no idea. But let me check. Actually, no. Screw it. Actually, what do you think? Yes? I, yeah. He, I, I think he definitely He's definitely has. won before. Yeah, I think he definitely has. Mookie Betts. He's got no – I think he's a World Series MVP. I was going to say, he might be a World Series MVP. With the Sox. Or, no, he's de- he is with the Dodgers. With the Dodgers, I thought yeah. he won. But I'm, I can't he remember. Up on the, on the race. Uh, All-Star, World Series MVP. 2018. Yeah. AL okay, MVP so Acuna. Give it to Acuna. Yeah. <laughs> Just because Mookie has one, you can't give him another one? Yeah. You're the, you are the definition of the, the voter I hate. <laughs> <laughs> No, no logic is like, oh, well, he had one, I'll get him this one. 
I already told you my logic for Acuna, and now I'm extra logic. Oh, no. <laughs> There's logic behind it, but yeah. I don't like it. They're good players. It's Everyone gets a trophy. So uh, I want to round this up. Yeah, let's do it. With I love baseball. We knew that. I was going to say, I don't think that was in question. I love Major League Baseball. Okay. I love the World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. And during the World Baseball Classic, oh, yeah. I fell in love with Taiwan mm-hmm. baseball. Like the you fans. mean uh, Chinese Taipei? No, Taiwan. I love Taiwanese baseball. Uh, I love the fan energy that they play music. We I showed you all the. Oh no, there's no. Honestly, you fell in love with cheerleaders on the dugout. And I was falling in love with Otani, but my side piece was Taiwan. Like there's so much fun to watch. <laughs> I was say, Otani, like Otani uh, was in Japan, but no, yeah, the side piece Taiwan. Taiwan, they were so fun to watch. It so, was it's fun to watch and it makes you happy to see them. Yeah, they their crowd. If you haven't seen it, go look up World Baseball Classic like Taiwan games. They got Taiwan. cheerleaders on the dugout, mascots like uh, a dude with a microphone on the dugout, full just like leading party. cheers, full the party, and they know all the cheer. Like I know That's we weird. know cheers, but they I felt like their cheers There's were like more songs. yeah, songs. <laughs> like, like more intense musical going, production going <laughs> yeah, on fully. Yeah, and it was sweet. And shout out Yu Chang, I love Yu Chang because that look up some Yu Chang highlights. But anyways, I'm bringing up Taiwan right now because they just finished their. World Series over there. Oh, cool. So after, when I was watching the World Baseball Classic, I followed this Twitter account, CB, CPBL Stats. Okay. And he posts a bunch of highlights and the World, or not the World Series over there, but the, what do they call the it? The Taiwan, Taiwan series. series. That's what they call it. The Taiwan Series. He posts all the highlights there. That, we're going to, we need to start watching some baseball outside of the U.S. Even though the U.S. is the best baseball in the world. They're still good baseball. Maybe we just need more Taiwanese players. No, no, because they're not. They can't. They're not that good. No, no. They, you you put one of the Taiwanese like they, there's a reason they didn't win the World Baseball Fair. Classic. Fair. No, yes. no I forgot. To I forgot. No, but but here's you the thing. you put them against like a Shohei fastball or a Garrett Cole heater like they're yeah. they're not. But here's the thing. Sometimes even if the players are at a lower level, if the fan energy is there, the it's game can be watch. just as fun to fun watch. To watch. Yeah, 100%. and that's exactly what this was. I I was seeing that Twitter account post highlights all the time. All the time. I love that, dude. This series. We might have to like do a separate video watching some highlights, okay? Or like maybe a little side story. We definitely need to do like fan like highlights of the, the stuff. The, yeah, yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. But dude, this uh, this series went seven games. There was a bench clearing incident in game two, and then, yeah, like and this was legit. So, so they had all the drama that our World Series did not have. Our World Series, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was more so the Rangers Astros series that had a little fireworks. Yeah. This is the final out of the 2023 Taiwan series. I just wanted to show you this because and the dragons. I love that. We don't have. We could use some dragons. Unreal. Ours. Big fan of this. Let's play it. Watch this. Normal, right? Boom. <laughs> that is so cool. I was watching this and I was like, dang, why don't they, why doesn't, like, do you, why don't we do that in the U.S. with the streamers? And I was like, it's because we would not be able to control ourselves here. It'd be the, like the eighth inning and the streamers would start No, these seem like, these seem like behaved people. <laughs> we yeah. can have you've got the cup things in, in Wrigley, like, we, yeah, the we cup think, snakes. and they don't even, they don't even trust us with those. They took those away from <laughs> yeah. us. Like, they don't, we can't do this. Yeah, I was like, man, we should do streamers, and then immediately thought, no, no wouldn't end we well. can't. We throw like hot dog, dude. There was a hot dog night in Philadelphia where they gave out like dollar well, hot it's dogs. Philly. I know where this. I can't imagine. <laughs> this it's drunk, it's imagine Philly. this in Philly. <laughs> yeah. No way. No, someone's getting strangled with one of those. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, someone's like heart, like zip lining down off a streamer or something. 
But no, yeah, there was a no, dog. That's great. I there was that. a dollar dog night in Philly, and they started throwing hot dogs on the field. <laughs> yeah, we can't be trusted. No, like, this is why we can't have nice things. But this is sweet. And watching this, I was like, dude, we might. Like, I'm mad. I didn't. I didn't wake up three a.m. to watch these games. You know. I love that for them. That's so cool. What's cool though is there are leagues coming up, and we might have to start paying attention and picking a team and rooting for them. Is, uh, the, I, th I think we should pick separate teams. Yeah, sure. Okay. But the Dominican Winter League, that's going to be the season. The 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 the, the Dominican League. Winter League. Yes, and you okay. look at that, but that is probably one of the better outside of the U.S. leagues, and it's okay. because a lot of the Dominicans that are in the U.S. go back to play. Okay. And a lot of Americans go back to play too. Like it's not like uh, just, like with Dominican heritage. Yeah, like pros. No, not even just American. Oh, like, just Americans. Yeah, go they'll play. go play. Oh, okay. Like it's a, it's like a winter league, like to stay. To up to par. And a lot of the DR guys go back and play just to be in their country and play, you know. A lot of okay. retired guys, too, that oh. can still swing it, they'll go play. That's cool. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah, we, maybe we, we have to take a gander at that. Well, yeah, we'll take a gander at, at the DR league. We're going <laughs> to pick a team. All right, that was it. Uh, we'll look forward to the, the awards being announced. And uh, I guess we have a schedule. We'll put that schedule somewhere up here. But every Tuesday, we'll be coming out. And yes. Thursday, with my pops, we'll watch some old man game because he's an old man we'll watch some old man games together and then uh throughout the week we'll just be posting other videos too I know yeah we got we've a... got tons of content with baseball i mean i'm here so it's gonna get a little bit hairy i was gonna say not conventional but we're gonna have some fun not so. conventional oh lord <laughs> i don't know what that means we're gonna get into fashion spoiler for the next episode we'll see <laughs> but yeah tons of baseball stuff coming at you so make sure you rate subscribe view all those follow Do all those and buy Do some fly frame all the things let fly frame know that we sent you these are really cool whoa you made it this far thank you so much for watching make, yeah. <laughs> make sure you rate review and subscribe go follow us on social media we're on instagram tiktok all the places they're all down here Check out Flyframe, our sponsor. Thank you, Flyframe. And uh, check yeah. out Taiwan baseball. Taiwanese baseball. That's the way.